This is a podcast from Rover. This is Rex Real Exchange online on podcast and on Magic Radio. Time now for this week's view from the top paddock, and we're joined by the vice president of the World Farmers Organization and outshifting breaks on the farm, West Coast dairy farmer Katie Milne. G'day, Katie. How are you doing? Oh, very good. Good morning. It's beautiful to have some good fine weather here for us. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, a pleasure to be out after the frost and shifting the brakes for the calves. Yeah. Is this penance because you've been away somewhere else on another overseas adventure? <laughs> well, they're a little bit different. I was um, in South Africa for the General Assembly of World Farmers Organisation, where, I might add, uh, it was my last um, event because my term is up. Um, so wow. Mary Robinson from uh, Canada has taken over as VP from me. Just one of those things, the way it works, if you're not elected um, to president from the floor, as I just missed out last year, uh, I could have stayed longer. But as I'd already been on the board for a while and the VP is elected from the board, my board term was up. But uh, Mary's a, a really great, strong uh, yep. advocate for farming, so it's in very safe hands. Yeah. Letting her, you know, take the reins from that role. But I tell you what, Africa, South Africa, different kettle of fish altogether. Very interesting. Uh, wide range of farming, of course, and yeah. one of the most spectacular ones was, of course, doing the safari, which is the the farmers who've converted their livelihoods to that sort of thing to um, uh, get rid of everyone poaching and all that, and creating yeah. a whole industry that really is letting those little little areas thrive in, in yeah. South Africa. So good on them. Yeah, fantastic. So, Katie, how long were you actually? How long has your term been all up on the on the board? Yeah, it ended up being um, just on six years because of uh, COVID. We normally normally you do two and then a second two, so about four years is the term. Um, but we had an extension because of that. Uh, as I said, if I had got president, I could have done another two and two. But um, a little bit tough for a Kiwi, sort of uh, hot on free trade and what that will do for the world. Uh, but hard for yeah to get elected with all the Europeans who are still quite scared of having to be unsubsidised and face yeah. the world without government prop up. But yeah. but still amazing to get elected as vice president, you know, and to be there oh, representing yeah. New Zealand. I mean, amazing. Good on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was, um, and and yeah, really satisfying in helping to bring. Uh, all the variations of farming that we have around the world, because it's amazing. You know, some of those guys there are just saying, well, I just need a fence and some water pipes and, and I'll be good. And then you've got your full uh, commercialised farmers um, from North America, Europe and Oceania who are going, well, actually, we want right to repair our flash tractors and combines. We want better legislation that enables farming versus hampering it. And the models changed for some of the climate change data because they were they were formed on the early stuff, and it's not as accurate as the more recent stuff. And to make that playing field really fair, we need to have the most current and correct science applied to those things that are going to hurt us in the pocket as we try and meet our nationally determined um, contributions to mm. climate change, mm. um, you know, audits. You're listening to Rex Real Exchange online on podcast and on Magic Radio. We're with uh, dairy farmer and now former WFO vice president, Katie Milne, but still heavily involved. Katie, I mean, these working groups and things that they have with, within the organisation and livestock, food security, yep. everything, are you still involved in these? Yes, um, still on the livestock one and, and deciding whether I get involved with biodiversity or food security, one of the other ones. But uh, they are very important and that's where all the views from all around the world come together to form the policies that we 
uh, take to the UN um, so other governments can see, you know, that when they um, sign up to treaties or whatever, this is what worldwide farmers think. You know, if you get it right at a principled, um, a hot, very high level, it can suit everyone, from no matter how you're farming or what you're farming. Um, and some of the policies we worked on this time were um, uh, carbon and carbon markets and being able to enable farmers to basically cash in on that versus um, be screwed over, if you like, yeah, which yeah. Sort of, like some countries are looking like they're going to do, which encourages better biodiversity if farmers will leave a bit more uh, native veg on their farms, native ve- vegetation, uh, there's ecosystems are, are helped in that manner, no matter where you are in the world. But uh, one of the other ones, of course, was um, where do we sit with lab-grown meat? Uh, we have no problem with plant-based protein because, you know, a lot of the farmers in the world, of course, supply the, the raw ingredients for that. But the lab-based stuff is another question and the worry of it being called meat because actually yeah. it shouldn't, shouldn't be really... It's got to have better labelling and things like that. So consumers actually know whether they're eating something natural or something that's completely unnatural may fit the bill for some people. They might want to have that, and that's fine, as long as consumers know what they're actually consuming. That's probably a good point for us. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to feel like I've been tricked into eating something thinking it was meat and it's actually not, you know. I I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's always amusing, isn't it? I'm always baffled with why um, some of the vegan products are labelled as meat or sausage. It's like, but you guys don't like that stuff. Why don't you, you know... Just, just own just it. call it plant protein. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, a blow-up doll is a blow-up doll. This is Rex on Magic. <laughs> We're with Katie Milne. Busy month coming up, agricultural events, uh, Katie. Uh, conferences, field days. What's on your your agenda, your calendar? Yeah, looking at the Silver Ferns one over the hill, I'm not actually going to get up to field days this year. I know I was away last year, I believe, so um, that'll be a bit of a shame. That's always a really good one to network and and see any new and innovative stuff that's coming out as well because, of course, we forget how much um, investment goes into agriculture to help us. Could be a lot more, should be a lot more, to help the productivity of farming, not individuals, farmers, you know, propping them up with, um, uh, like they do overseas, subsidies for production, but keep enhancing New Zealand's ability to be productive in the sector. Because, you know, we're, we're what holds up the old backbone, as we know, of the country. And yep. last year I see our emissions were down 1.6%, whereas for greenhouse gases and the whole countries were only down 1.1%. So it shows we're still stepping out and leading from the front. And that's without any of these government punitive um, taps on the shoulder that they're trying to put in place. So, yeah. um, and, that's, and field days is one of those key places you see a lot of that. Um, in action and, and yep. get ideas from other farmers too. So, but gutted I'm not there. But um, yeah, having to mind the fort while staff's having a break on yep. farm sort of puts the kibosh on that. Yeah. Hey, look, Katie, always always a pleasure. Always great to have you on the show. Uh, why don't you be one of the you are and will continue to be one of the, the great supporters of Rex Real Exchange. We'll miss you at field days, but uh, we'll catch up again soon. There we go. Out of uh, Lake Brunner. Dairy farmer, of course, uh, still heavily involved in the World Farmers Organisation. Katie Milne joining us there. And that brings us to the end of the show, Rebecca Grees, where I know uh, that uh, you've had a quick uh, chance to have a listen back to my interview that uh, I had to do a little bit earlier today with Stuart Breuer. But you gave me a pass mark for one of my questions, didn't you? I was quite quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah I, I just liked that you asked about that balance. Yeah, you know, the holistic, that, yeah. the academic, and the mm. you know, because we you need people that can actually well, relate to people and animals, not just be smart 
in a book yeah. sense. Yeah, you know? and that was the crux of everything he was saying, wasn't it? You know, like mm. you have to, you probably have to learn to go out on a farm and not be offended by certain things. Yeah, and I, I thought it was funny how, you know, he was talking about knowing his clients because it's quite funny. Our horse vet, actually, his daughter is the same age as, as Phoebe. And so yep. they were in swimming lessons together. So yep. then Phoebe wanted to invite Johnny the vet to her birthday. <laughs> like, she thinks Johnny the vet is amazing. Well, yeah. So, yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, the poor guy, I've got a cell phone number. So sometimes I text him about things even and, and he, bless him, he always replies. So yeah. Johnny Atkins from um, Vet Services in Danny Burke. a big shout out for you. You've been Johnny, at our house a bit lately. You're a good bugger, Johnny, you're, yeah. by the sound of it. Too right. There you go. Okay, and uh, good to get it. I was really interested in that stencil stuff and the qualifications. Um, so, you know, that if you're an A and then your number, you can you can grade all types of wool. D, you just get to do, I think it was just the Merino and the and the mid-micron. And, and the uh, X, yeah. and X, the X was, was the crossbred, wasn't crossbred it? Crossbred only, yeah. I, I didn't know there was a wool classes association. So, I've, yeah, it was yeah. very interesting. I've learned something today. Yeah. And, and while we both agree that the margins are fine because of the low price for wool, we both agree, I think, that it's it's a bloody good thing to be doing for, you know, for the day that it does come right. When the wool wisers of this world and everything get us, you know, help get us back. Back up to where we belong with strong wool. Yeah, and I guess if you have lost that reputation yeah. you know, with markets or yes. overseas, yep. it's hard to regain it. So yep. she's saying, I suppose, that it's important that we keep our yeah. standards high. Standards high. Mm. Exactly. As we like to do here on Rex Rural Exchange. Eh? It's the extra 1%. Yeah, there you go. So, look, I hope your GG improves soon. And been, but it does give you time to watch a bit of footy. So I might ask you footy questions next. No, I won't do that to you, Bex. No. I won't do that to you. Uh, great to chat to Burley, Katie, Burley's, Burley's coming up, so oh, I can yeah. spend some time watching that. Yeah, no, fair enough. And, of course, also good to chat to Colin Bond, too, to sort of get some answers around... Uh, Kiwi fruit as well. This has been the Saturday edition of Rex Rural Exchange.